Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UAN Pod. Husey Drake, I'm Husey, coach of the Cashews. Derek's here, coach of the Zinger Boxes. And Baz, coach of the Clint Stein Daddies. It's a funny day. It is a very funny day. <laughs> Every time I, well, I saw all those photos of um, Clint Stein and his kids and his wife on the weekend, they just like for his Stein, 300. And I just imagine Baz's head just like <laughs> popping out the side. <laughs> it's a very funny day. It's classic. How we go this week, Baz? Um, how did JLA go or how did I go? How'd you go? Very good this week. Uh, two donuts and still scored 219. A few points off dairy. Well, I didn't have those donuts, so I reckon I would have uh, would have got the money. But yeah, 776 ranking for me this week. So I was happy with that. Thank well, you, JLA. We don't care about the round rank. Uh, We're all rank. Uh, 1,727. So I'm on about the 15th page, if you want to flip to that. Um, I'll be on that. You can find me there. Mate, we're here to give other people advice, not do a good job ourselves. We spend all that's that true for other people. Yes, um, I'll go next. Yep. Um, I scored. So, how did you score? Two hundred nineteen. And what was your round rank? Seven hundred seventy-six. I'll put this into perspective for you. My round seven rank was two hundred ninety-six, and I only scored ten more points than you. Be fact. So it was a close round. It was. I was five hundred points in. The 500 positions ahead of you, and I only scored 10 more points. There we are. Um, I'll say I only scored 10 more points. I am also ranked 160th overall. So yeah, I'm, you I'm, are. So I've, also, I've, also, I've also scored more than 10 points this season. Yes. Yep. Um, Asked about the season ranking, boys. <laughs> my rank, rankings. My rank was 2,368 for the round. I scratched and clawed to get to 203. Um, and that's that's moved me up 27 spots for the for the year. I'm at 1,233. So, so both, moving upward. So I'll both, take that as a win. Both other blokes on this pod are outside the top 1,000. And I'm inside the top 200. Well, let's, uh, let's just... <laughs> it's only round seven. It's we digress only... a little bit from there because... More cash building strategy is going to take off. I'm in full attack mode now for the next few weeks. But good week for the pod. It was a good week. You were second in the Podmasters Cup, Derek. And second overall now in the Podmasters Cup. Second overall in the Podmasters Cup. I'm about 41 points behind mm. number number one. And yeah, no, Verno's doing pretty well. He ranks, he's ranked 58th. Yeah, solid. And I'm about 21 points behind the top. 100. I gained 13 on them this week. So yeah, nice. I am building towards getting back in that top 100. That, I was actually going to ask you blokes a question. What is your aim now with a third of the way through? What is your aim as far as where you want to finish, what you want to achieve? What What's what's the goal? Top 500 for me. Top 500? Yeah. Baz? Um, I want to just have a real lucky round and win the win a thousand bucks. I thought that so, was... If, if, if you yeah. didn't have the donuts this week, that could have been you. You were you aced the captain's pick this week. Absolutely fucking. I know that. Baz, you should and, load. Um, I think there was. You should load up. There was only like two other people. Oh mate, he was spill up with Adelaide players. <laughs> no one else about him. 
Um, anyway, good week for the pod. We uh, we ranked second overall as a league this week, so that was pretty good to see. We moved up to 15th overall. So. 13th. 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 So I'm robbing us short. Yeah. No, very good. So we'll have, a, we'll have a quick look at the game by game. So I uh, know Thursday night game last week. I missed the Thursday night game. Yeah, Mind you, okay. yeah, same. It's always a good way to start the week. We got them back this week, but we started with Perth, New Zealand, and Perth continued their hot form on three in a row now. Uh, any of you guys got anyone from those squads? Well, yeah. Um, Barry. There you go. Um, I should have, should have had Doolittle. You didn't bring him in after all that talk. No, I didn't. I couldn't afford him. He was like fractionally out of my price range when he was down there at 150. I was couldn't afford him. Well, mate, as we said, I was going to bring in Junior Madut last week. Um, so I was, in all, I was in all sorts. I just couldn't afford the bloke. Couldn't fit him in. And uh, I hope people listen to me because bloody hell, that, that was probably the best advice I've given on this pod. I forgot about his week last week until now. <laughs> <laughs> He's done well to actually get himself into a critical position. Yeah. Like, so so no Doolittle. <laughs> well, and I've um Doolittle was very, very good. Yeah. And he is definitely their their dominant rebounder. It, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not Pinder. Nah. It's which is I mean, Pinder owners don't feel too bad because he's a good scorer. He's mm. scoring a lot of points. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think Doolittle, Baz, that's that's been a great call. And I can see him Consistently averaging those twenty fives, I think, yeah. with his rebounding and his and his defense. Yeah, yeah. Work with the double couple, I reckon. I don't think he'll get big points. I think that their points are coming from. Rep, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think they're watching that game. It felt like they were putting a lot of uh, obviously with the amount of points that Cotton poured down. I think it's pretty clear that um, for them to be successful, Cotton has to score. So I think you'll see um, the other blokes, yeah, will get their bits and pieces where they can. But, yeah, bulk of their points are going to come from him. Yeah, we took 20 shots. Jeepers. Yeah, on the front, I had, um, I think this would have been pretty similar to most other blokes. Still got PJC, and I think PJC is going to be one that stays around. Probably had his worst game of the year, especially in the first half. He was he was pretty poor. Mm. But then second half, he kind of got True. going towards the end for a 28. Turnovers killed him a little bit. And they Anthony, do every week, don't they? Anthony Lamb is... <laughs> he could be the GOAT. <laughs> he could be the GOAT. <laughs> it's like, he's like those cows, um, the cows, the sheep up at Scottsdale when we're going to Boca on a derby bat. That's what he was oh, doing Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. Especially his first his first ten shots, I think they all nearly went in, and then he yeah. he missed a couple. But thirty seven, and honestly, that looked effortless for him. He shoots a piss out of it. That looked very effortless. That thirty seven, that mm. sits, and he's not a guy that goes off the dribble all that much. So he's no. not a turnover prone guy at the moment for me. Really, really good pick, and we'll get to him later. But there could be a captain on him for the week coming mm. up. Yeah, we'll get to captains yeah. a little bit later on. I I nearly. I think well, I scored 203 for the week, and I think I was on about 150 after this game. 
Oh, you started well. You're hot. Yeah, yeah I, I was that pissed off about the injury report last week. I just bought in blokes who I knew were going to play this week. You were, you were hot this so week. So I actually did trade in Will McDowell White, who only got me 19. He was looking pretty good there, and then he had a couple of late turnovers, which killed him. Um, I thought he was going to get to about 25. Um, so, but not overly upset. He dropped a little bit of cash, but um, he's got, got a pretty good run the next couple of weeks. We've got PJC, as does everybody. Bought in uh, Lamb as well, and then I've got Pinder as well. So I haven't had to worry about that trade out of um, of Source or anyone like that. So I'm pretty solid um, for the week coming. I, th- I feel like I say that every week, and I'm still shit. But anyway. Your team's shaping up nice. Yeah. See yep. what happens this week. What? Cairns, Illawarra? Yep, Cairns, Illawarra. Taz Armstrong was good. He was very good. Real happy with that. Be interesting to see what happens with him with uh, Miller back this week. I still think his price and his cash to make is too attractive to miss out on. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Baz? Yeah, agreed. I think that the minutes may come down for um for Book Quile. I reckon that he'll probably see the minutes drop. Um, the interesting one with Taron is that when Miller does come back, which will hopefully be this week to help out the Stein daddies. Um, <laughs> He's still got him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, I didn't have any trades to get rid of him. Um, and he's just sitting there. He's got a nice break even, so he can stay there. But, yeah, I reckon um, Miller will chew into the qual minutes and I reckon there'll, a little bit of that might come from Taron, but I still reckon he'll play 20-plus. I yeah. think I think Taron I think, I think still starts and I reckon McCall goes to the bench. Hmm. I think. Interesting. I reckon, I, think McCall- play, I reckon they'll drop Menenga and Wardenberg will play the five. And just play all three guards. Yeah. See, I think they don't have to change too much with their minutes. Antonio played um, 10 minutes. Mayan played 28 minutes. And then Quail obviously plays a hell of a lot of minutes. So I think a lot of Miller's minutes are coming from there. What about Clintman? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, good call. Mm. Good call. Wardenberg was... Menanga's minutes. There you go. Wardenberg was good without being... um... Spectacular. I told you, mate, he's a lock for a 20 every week. He only got 19, but he's a lock for 20. The thing with the thing with Wardenberg that really annoys me is because he plays so much on the perimeter, he's not an offensive rebound threat. No. And he doesn't get a hell of a lot of defensive rebounds either. No. He's so you really are relying on on points scored, which is mm. which is fine because like you said, he's probably good for 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. He had 15 points on the way. And he's not and a he's danger. 12. Yeah, not a danger for blocks either. But um, I think, like I said, consistent 20s. He's on my bench this week, so yeah. it's going to be good. Interesting one for you. Cairns are the lowest scoring team overall. Do we think that changes a little bit with them having bodies healthy? Do we think they've slowed it down to try and limit any sort of damage? They're still fun to watch. Yeah, they are. Well, like, we thought they were going to play fast. Yeah. When we lineup they put together. We thought they were just going to get up court, but um, it hasn't really seen that way yet. Like even that game against Illawarra, eighty-one to seventy. When the Jack Jumpers played Illawarra, they put down a hundred. So, um, so just watching yeah, been... the game and listening to the the post game, um, Adam Ford said he was able to get a few more minutes out of Taron because how slow the game was played. So I'm wondering if they've deliberately played. More of a slow style. Um, try and prevent those guys playing high intensity sort of minutes. Because he's very good in the, when the 
when the play slows down to recognise yeah. the, where the ball needs to go next. Yeah. That's where So they can be. probably go to different gears now yeah. with guys returning. Yeah. Right, Illawarra, is Sam Froling mm. a watch? Yeah, their draw sucks for ages, though. Well, is Sam Froling good on sports bet for a double double? Absolutely. <laughs> is I, I thought he wasn't going to get there for a while. Good boy, you, Baz. Um, okay. Our boys, the Jackies, uh, didn't have a very good last quarter, but they got the job done again. Um, now, Mitch McCarron, you talked about him about a month ago, Derry, and then he's had some putrid scores recently, but he banged out at 27. Um, speaking of banging people, Toey Smith-Milner nearly <laughs> sent Will Magne packing again. Who what, is that guy? What a flog. But who is that guy? I've never seen him before. As he he's a guy that bumped Magne. Yeah, he's a guy that bumped Magne. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he, have a look at him. Big so he's a big he's a big brain. He's a big brain. Big no brain about it. Um, now, uh, you still got Corin Galloway, Baz? No, I traded him out last week. Um, yeah, Sunday day. <laughs> yeah, traded him out too. Um, but the guy that I'm going to keep an eye on, um, I didn't watch the game. Um, but the only thing I did see was uh, flattened. But um, he's, what's going with Wiley at the moment? Is he injured or what's going on there? He only played 15 minutes and pumped out a score of two. If he's injured, uh, I'll wait for him to drop a price and get healthy and he could be a nice little bargain buy. Yeah, 100%. And he posted someone too, so he must have been hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we didn't play a hell of a lot of minutes. I didn't watch it. I, did, I watched the game, but I didn't actually watch any yeah. injury. Board. He kind of, went, kind of went missing. Well, when did Adelaide play this week? Because we'll find out 24 hours before that whether six hours before. Yeah, six Can hours. you get a sometimes off end at 7.30. So we'll know before tip of the of the Jackies game on Thursday. Now the two um two Jackies guards were mm. very, very good. Yeah, it's just bang for bang, isn't it? That's consistent. Yeah. I think I think Milton Dawes is probably the better of the picks just from his defence and all-round stats, but Jordan Crawford really isn't that far behind him. No. He's a bucket. Absolute walking bucket. He is. Yeah. One to keep a bit of an eye, in, <clears throat> eye on, potentially, and Dara, you mentioned this last night when we were chatting away, uh, it was Marcus Lee. I'm uh, just looking at those stats. His usage, he shot 11 shots. Marcus Lee? He scored 12 points. He was 6 of 11. Yeah, right. So if he's shooting that many shots, he's definitely coming in. Mm. So you've got New Zealand who are orange on the tiers, uh, Cairns, which are dark green, Adelaide, light green, and then New Zealand, orange. And then off, after that, I think they've got a couple of good good ones as well. So could potentially make you a little bit of coin, depending on what his break-even is at the moment. But someone worth looking at. The draw for centres for a lot of other teams isn't great. So... That's about as friendly as it gets if you're looking for a, a centre target, apart from maybe Sydney. But that's they've got a couple that of angles. That's yeah. Um, so hard to reach for that at this stage. Um, Magna didn't take too much away from him. I think that'll probably he probably won't play any more than fifteen minutes at the moment. Magna really. And what's up with Cruzel? Because he's just falling out the rotation. Kiss or? the bitch. Huh? Kiss the bitch. Must have um, <clears throat> got a got a message. Uh, one of our long-time listeners um, never calls up, though, um, James Langley, and he told me that he listened to a 
a bit of a presser thing with uh, Scott Roth, and he said that the end plan was that uh, Marcus Lee and Magne will will split the minutes, so they'll share, and Chris Levich will go out of the rotation. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Unless for our trouble, or if we're going good. up source, we might just hack the shit out of him. Yeah. Horse. Dead horse. Uh, right, I will move on to that game, the throwdown. Jeez, did you guys watch that? That was a bloody good game to watch. Well, Melbourne um, were obviously, they're just the team to beat, aren't they? Yeah. They just had no reason winning that game with no. a few outs. Except for Mark Williams, as in old Port Adelaide coach Mark Williams, must have been there with his necktie on South Melbourne. <laughs> but, yeah, it's in their DNA, I reckon, choking. They seem to do it every year. I reckon Alan Williams missed so many bunnies, though. Like, yeah. the amount of he shot that and it just rimmed out. He could have had um, he could have had so many more. He was, what, 5 of 13, and I reckon eight of those shots that he missed all all were pretty much gimmies. He could have got them all. He could have gone 13 for 13. <laughs> but he didn't. But... So you reckon he should have gone 13 for 13 for the field? So he's 16 fantasy points to get to 46. I really would have loved that. Would have been. Yeah. Yeah. So I was glad that he That's wasn't. One of those high projections when I'm an early captain. Where... <laughs> uh, as far as um, the old pod here, my literal captain, that is just... That's been pick of the year. Pick of the year for Barry. Yeah. It's got him back in the race. That's very good. Yeah, so I was happy with that. I risked it for the biscuit and I trusted my gut for once. And I wasn't hungry. So it worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, Barry. Um, tell you what, Will Cummings was a good trade out. Apparently, the injury yeah. told me he was in. He actually I actually thought this was really interesting. And he shot two for 12. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting because he didn't do a lot. You look at that box score seven, three, four assists, two steals. That's a pretty low key game. And he's still no turnovers. No turnovers. He's got the 24. But what, um, what about the yeah. Twenty-seven points, one assist. That's it. Anyway, <laughs> there's one thing I love about Chris Golding. It's his box. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should say, Chris Golding scouting report. Home. Well, he, he make it from his house. <laughs> I don't know where he lives, but he be making them. He's what the, about the car park? Oh, there is one. Oh. He's been a good forced hold for me. He's pulled me out of the shitter a couple of weeks in a row. He was on my bench, but yeah, we did say that he um he'll get the points, but he won't get the yeah. the other categories, and uh, that really is right, really really true. But he's obviously just getting buckets, so yeah, fifteen. Yeah. That's that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, tell you what, Huck Porty could be a juicy buy in a few weeks. Nice backup centre for 20 points. Yeah. He's good at all on the weekend. Yeah, he's injured. So, yeah, but he's missing wrong with JLA. Yeah. Uh, They're not. Yeah, if we're talking... I'm sorry for skipping ahead, but if we're talking good games, this Brisbane versus Sydney one... Yeah, that was, was one ripping game, wasn't it? Game of the round. Undoubtedly. Yeah. I think... Jeez, how about the runs that Sydney went on? Jesus... DJ Hogue, it's been a big pickup for them. Yeah, it'd be a nice little trade target for round 10 when only them and Cairns have got the double, I reckon, if you can get to him. He's 
been very, very good. Jalen Adams is consistently good. No word, speaking of Jalen's, no word on Galloway this week, but what's he been out for? Two weeks so far, so this should be week three coming up. But he was only getting reassessed. He wasn't... Uh, yeah. It was, wasn't that he was coming back. It was that he was going to get reassessed and they were going to give us another update. So I'd say that probably means he's still going to be a little bit of time away. Yeah, so anyone holding on to two, he should still be fine for a little bit, we think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as Darren said, those that started with Tui probably keep running him, but yeah. those that are looking to trade Tui in, go and find someone else. Yeah. Bolden looked like he had his legs under him for 32, and he's one he's such, a tease. he's such a tease, isn't he? Yeah. Like, he could bump out this 32, and then people could trade him in. Next week, he could get minus two and a five or something. Yeah. Like, this is the second, second time he's had a pretty good game, and Gone close to that double double, or look like he can really be a nice little center option, but yeah, then he just can't back it up. So he'd be one to keep an eye on if he can, um, if he can string a bit of consistency together. Fire yeah. Jordan Hunter's had a, a, just a consistent year too. Yeah, he's been awesome, hasn't he? He really has. Um, he's averaging eleven points and six rebounds. Like that's yeah, that's solid. Isn't it, it is for fantasy. He would have been a great pickup at the start of the year. Fucking hell, 100%. Yep. Um, Rightio, so there's the games for the week. Let's move on to the hustling heroes. Hit us, Baz. Oh, well, 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 well. Let me just do my research. Yep, now I'm sort of my hustling hero for this week is JLA. What a man, what a trade-in. Oh, and he got the captaincy. He got me a score of 96 which was um, just under half my score came from him. And I was cheering him on for that double-double. He got 27-11. He got 96 points for me as captain, high score of the round, and he was on my team. And welcome to the Clint Stein Daddies. You're the first bloke to do to nearly give me 100 from a captain. So I'm happy with him. He's my hustling hero. Yeah, hell yeah. How good. Smile on my face, smile above my lip, and I'm happy. Yeah, very good, Baz. Some of your best work, mate. My hustling hero for the week was the ultra-consistent Milton Doyle. For someone that's got 12 points, 4 of 13, to walk away with 38, and it was a it was a set turnover with 13 seconds to go mm-hmm. that left him off 40. Oh, it should have been called a foul, yeah, but it wasn't. Actually, yeah, good call. But uh, 38, and he was just he's just elite, ultra-consistent. Got the double this week, so... Yeah. Um, looking forward to seeing how he goes. Yep, nice. Um, I've gone the big banana for back-to-back weeks. I trusted the tears of toughness last week and put him on the court over Wardenberg, which got me an extra four points, which got me over the 200. So pretty happy to hit that. He must be one of the most confident first-year players I've seen. He's awesome. When he when he posts up, he demands it. Yeah. When he's got that match up, he gets yep. in front and he demands it. Yeah. And he's got moves like that late in the game where he had that mm. fall away M one. Yeah. Just really really tough. Buckets. Yeah, I love him. I'm probably going to get a jersey or anything. He's. I love him. He's solid. Um, how is he only twenty three percent of teams? Uh, I reckon there's seventy five percent of people aren't touching their team. Wouldn't be the only justification for mine. What's or what's the ownership for the top five percent? Um, 
don't know. Supercoach Gal quit on me the other day and now I don't have it anymore. So it's popping, um, Baz. Yeah. We bought it in, in November last year for the AFL season. That's just about to get shut down. <laughs> Doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. But anyway, that's a that's a Barry thing, isn't it? It's all right. <laughs> um just while I'm bringing up the ownership for Bannon. Do you want to hit us with your with your brick boy, Derry? I'm a phone guy. <laughs> uh, yes. So this week, although a, a good round for me overall, seen by the rankings, I had to go with uh, Mitch Norton this week. It wasn't it wasn't going to be. Mitch Norton was doing going solid. He was on twenty. He lost six points in the last three minutes oh, of that you match. You say that actually. Two fouls, two turnovers in yeah, the last three minutes, and also missed a layup and a three pointer. So, the last three minutes of Mitch Norton's performance actually took me from two hundred and thirty six to two hundred and twenty nine. Oh, that hurt. That's a definite brick boy, isn't it? That is yeah. a genuine, genuine brick boy. It wasn't though. He was. It was. It was good. It was fine. But the last three minutes, he was the person that probably cost them the game. And it cost my team probably nearly top 100. So, like, yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's a killer. It yeah. is. That is rough in that. After being a hero last week. Oh, he's been solid as well. Like, yeah. he's been solid and he was going to be in the, he's yeah. staying this week because yeah. he's got a double next week. Yeah, he does have a double next week. So they got Cairns and Illawarra next week. Yeah. Hmm. How many times do you reckon a guy's gone from being a hero to a brickie? Well, it was going to be Tyrell Harrison, but got injured, so we can't do much about that. No. Yeah. No, you, you can't, can't work. You can't be a brookie if you get hurt. You've done well with uh, him, I reckon. When I first looked at trading him in, I thought, this bloke gets injured so much. Yeah. And that's why I didn't bring him in. Fuck, so. he's been so good. Oh, yeah, he's been awesome. Yeah. Looking, looking back, hindsight's yeah. a great thing. Yeah. I wish I got him in, but I just, at the time, uh, I didn't trust See, the I don't. I don't the one thing I think that has benefited me is I don't know that. I haven't followed NBA the last mm. few years, so I didn't I didn't have the gut instinct <laughs> to just think that. But, yeah. <laughs> Barry's... <laughs> That's <laughs> our Baz. <laughs> it's Baz then. Um, and he's back. Anyway. Technical. I think that starting with Harrison <laughs> over Star was good. I think that was a great call. Same anyway, man. how are you? What was that? What? I think the dairy, dairy going with um Tyrell Harrison, where most people started Saar. I think that's been a, a big one. Oh, it's been fantastic. Like it's yeah. just been a little. It's just been one of those ones that has benefited me in my ranks. Yeah. Like I said, I've been very very lucky. I've been kissed on the dick a lot of the times yes, with yeah, a, lot, yeah. a lot of my moves and a lot of things that have happened. But sometimes you need a little bit of luck in these things. Don't oh, you? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Who'd you have, Um, Well, I had sports bet for not allowing me to bet on Taryn Armstrong for four plus assists. Yeah. Um, That's because you don't have made a fortune off that. I'll probably be able to pay off my home loan, I reckon. Um, <laughs> and also, they they didn't have Doolittle for boards. Jeez, I was confident he was going to get eight plus. Um, looked at the thing and had no one. The markets of sports bets NBL is fucking shocking. <laughs> yeah, it's you a know. Summary. <laughs> oh, actually, it's not because of Josh Jenkins. He's made him. He made him a fortune last year. I don't think he won. And <laughs> you know how bad he is. They don't even let him do them anymore. 
No, they don't. They just get him to pump up the uh, NBA multi, same game multi. <laughs> that's, that's all he does now. Um, but if I did have to pick a player, because obviously sometimes we can't have those sort of things, um, I'd probably go with the bloke that um, should be getting traded out of most teams, and that's Big Sar. He's um he's done. He's he's done his dash. He's oh, so um sportsman. Nah, well I feel like I can't really, can I? You can do it. Yeah, you're going, going, going with a player. I like that. I'm going with a player. Something for the viewers. Take away from this segment. Um, yeah, I'll go with Sar. You got to trade him out this week. He's made his money. He's not going to go up. Cairns have done their experiment, and that was moving Usher to the bench. Yeah, um, and really like nothing to do, do with that. The, the Wildcats front office or executives have been told just to limit SARS injury of uh, potential of injury because of what he's got coming up in the next mm. few few months. Is he going to have a the big report draft? The report coming? was that um, they were going to showcase him early in the season and then taper him off. So they were going to get the minutes into him at the start and then you would see the drop-off. Because mm. yeah. he's a top five lock at the moment. Yeah, you wouldn't want to think it. Yeah, I think Perth thought they were going to go a little bit better than what they they were at the start. So yeah. I think that that obviously is still going to plan. I don't think he's going to play much more. Oh, minutes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. They look at their best when he's out there. Yeah, for mine. So that would make sense. Um, I'm giving mine to the Warden Burger. Dropped a, dropped a bit of cash, so I could have held off on getting him for a couple of weeks, which could have allowed me to do some other things, but. Um. Anyway, that's really for the burger. I was actually because I said he was a lock for twenty and he got nineteen. I'm disappointed with him. So bounce back this week, mate. If you don't average twenty for me, no more burgers. Hungry jacks. I knew you were going to say that. Won't we, Baz? Yeah, hungry, hungry Jack McVeigh's will be. Yeah. Radio, let's move on to our uh, our Monday trades. I know we all sit on there for a few hours Sunday night post-lockout and uh, also through the Monday. So, Derry, what are you thinking of doing this week? Well, after our conversations tonight, I've actually done a trade during the recording of the last yeah. one because I had Matthew in for mm. Tyrell Harrison. Yep. But after the conversations and just seeing how many shots Lee has had the last few weeks, with the double, I've gone Lee. I've gone Lee mm. in for Tyrell Harrison. And then I've brought in, I've traded out Tui and I've brought in Baz's man, Doolittle, for his double. Mm. I think he I've missed as far as cash goes, yeah. but if I'm, I'm going for rank now, so I can I can do some sideways trades to try and try yeah. and improve my rank, I think. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, he's got the double this week, so then just flick him straight off the next week. If That's correct, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because don't mind it. I'm pretty well set up for the next double with Brisbane and New Zealand and Cairns. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver Dome rims will be good for a big man because you don't he don't shoot jump shots. So we've got Launceston on Thursday. Yeah, we? Lonnie on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. At the Dome. What about we'll there? Yeah, we'll be there. No one's available to go for a palmy with me, but that's okay. Go yeah, on. Sorry, mate. Got to defend the island and coach basketball. So <laughs> defend the island. Mm. Right, what do you got? Um, also done my trades. Uh, just did them then. Now, I already had a bit of an idea about what I wanted to do. And um, it might be no November, but I'm getting on the march. Um, so I've gone the double jackies. Double jackies? Um, 
the double jackies. Uh, I don't know if there's a, a word for that, but um, Jerry will come up with one for me. Um, so I've brought in, I've brought in Milton Doyle. I just, I just want consistency. Um, I just want a guy that I can uh, pretty much just sit and relax with, and also, yeah, a little bit of a bargain centre. I thought that if he can stay out of our trouble, he'll um, be able to get some nice points on the board, and that's Marcus Lee. Right, so you've got Marcus Lee as well. Yeah, a pretty boring trade, really, wasn't it? Um, did, did, did Matthew come into your mind at all? Um, no, not really. I'm just. He's only one eighty-five. Yeah, I had a look at him. Yeah, I had a look, but I just thought that Marcus Lee might be a bit more consistent. I think he's dropped in price and he's ready to go back up. Yeah, I like Matt. I like um, I like his defensive potential, Marcus Lee too. Mm. He's a he's a fucking log threat. They chuck it up to him. Yeah. He catches it. Yeah, he does. He used to play volleyball, I think. Fun fact. Actual fact? Uh, could be. Uh, right. And who are you getting rid of? Uh, um, Miller. I went Miller to Doyle and Saar up to Lee. You've kept Miller for two weeks and now you get rid of him. Yeah. Oh, mate, this is why... This is why I've had a bit of a rough time and I'm ranked 1,700 because I keep, kept on a bloke. So I saw a bloke in the Podmasters Cup comment. I don't know if there's copyright on this, but he goes, I don't want Miller to become my Clayton Oliver of NBL. Oh, uh, yeah, so that's actually. Yeah, I thought, mate, you've hit the nail on the head. Um, and see you later, Miller. Hello, Doyle. I didn't know you could talk in the Podmasters League. I didn't know. It's that. in the Twitter chat. On Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. I'm not, I don't, I'm not active on Twitter. I'm very active. Uh, it's called X anyway, so it's all right if you're not active on Twitter because it's called X. <laughs> right on, Elon. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <old> Elon Bass. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky, sneaky good news. I've just got a uh, an email to say that me, me premium tea lawn mix has just been shipped, but I've already sold me lawn because I've already got the delivery. So might be the, the jerseys. You're getting the freebie. Might be the jerseys. <laughs> that'd be nice. Anyway, my trade. So uh, I'm going Saar out as well. And CG43, you've been a genuine porn star for me. And I've really enjoyed watching you strut around. But your time's up. Uh, and I'm going a bit of a roughie. I'm going to go big AK Gak from Cairns uh, because they don't really have any centers and he looked really good when he was in America and he's played a couple of good games since they've come back and he's only priced at around a hundred. That is a genuine fucking roughie. Mm. Holy. Yep. Look at me go. That can improve or well it can't go any worse than the blokes that I had there. So is that is that a new strategy? Is that a new strategy? Um, it's just because Cairns have a hell of a lot of doubles and I think their pace of play is going to increase. So you're, his lob threat will increase. So you're thinking, yeah, I like it. I really like the trade. Mm. Um, and that, you are on all in attack. Yeah, and that's allowing me to go Golding up to Crawford, but I'm unsure if I want to go Crawford or Doyle. Um, I just think this week particularly Cairns will really go after Doyle. They've got some elite defenders. Can we just message NBL Supercoach and say, why is Doyle not a forward? Why is McVeigh a guard forward and Doyle's just a guard? 
I have I've often yeah. wondered this question about so many players. Oh yeah, there's some weird ones. Do you reckon we get a, a DPP release? Well, get we should do on ESPN Fantasy. Josh Giddy is a point guard, shooting guard, and small forward. Yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons is everything. <laughs> you know, he's a good one actually. Um, oh, what's that bloke's name? Franz Wagner. Yeah, he's, he's a small forward, powerful. Oh, I was going to say he's got three. Yeah, yeah, it's elite. And Jeremy Sohan's powerful point guard. Anyway, enough of NBA fantasy. I do, I do trades every day for that. I'll, I'll love it. Um, Rightio, I'm going to go on to my captains for this week. Of uh, The formula has gone to work once again. I've, I actually enjoyed, I enjoyed it a bit more this week than I did putting it together last week because there's, like, on a single game week, like last week, it's easy to sit there and look at the data and come up with some guys based on numbers. But then you're in a, when everyone's on a single, you get some genuine roughies just pump out some huge scores. Yeah. Like, there were some weird dudes bringing out some massive scores last week. Like, um, JLA? Yeah, JLA. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah, he's, Doolittle. he's pretty good. But um, Froling had 37. The top 10 was actually pretty stable. But uh, Jonah Bolden, 32. Craig Moller, 32. Doolittle, 32. Um, they yeah, Craig Moller outscored Source. He was <laughs> my number one pa- captain pick. For Ty Webster had the worst twenty nine of all time. He sucks. Oh, I can't stand that. Did you see how many fucking shots he missed? No. And he just kept shooting them and shooting them and shooting them and shooting them. Yeah, right. Um, and shooting them, Derek. He took oh, his other shots. He was just, <laughs> he was terrible. Did you watch the game? Yeah. I nah, I didn't. I watched bits of it actually. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so this week at number three, I've got Jordan Crawford uh, at 53-point projection for me. Uh, and that was actually tied with Doyle, but I've gone with Crawford. As I said, I think that Cairns are going to go to work on on Doyle. Uh, then I've got Anthony Lamb at a projection of 54. So you'll notice if you look at the NBL Supercoach projections, these are actually a little bit lower than that. Um, and then I've got Bryce Cotton on top on 64. So if you've got him, he's your clear cut captain, but then it's a raffle out of a few guys, but Lamb and Crawford get the two and the three for this week. For me, it is, if I'm just picking one, I am going with Anthony Lamb this week. Well, based on that, is yeah. you can out of that that you've got, isn't he? Well, I've, I've got Lamb, Doyle, PJC as my options. Yeah, I, PJC actually came out as number two, but there wasn't enough data for me to go from in terms of the venues Who that they're they playing with. They've got Tassie at the Silver Dome and then they've, then they've got um, Illawarra at home. So they've played at home. They haven't played Illawarra, but guards do beat up on them. Illawarra. Actually, no, they don't. Illawarra, the, uh, they're a yellow team. How exciting is the Jordan Crawford-PJC matchup going to be? Well, that is two legit bucket-getting fast yeah. guards going at it. Yeah. Definitely. And they went at it in the preseason um, up in Brisbane. And it was pretty exciting to watch. And that was only an exhibition game. So I'm really excited to watch those two go head to head. One thing I found funny when that um, big Kiwi, what's his name from Adelaide? 
The one you'd never heard of. Yeah, what's his name? Joey Back Rower. <laughs> yeah, well, front rower. Front rower. When he shoved back day, the bloke that was up in his grill yeah, was Crawford. He wasn't up in his grill. He's barely passing yeah. stomach. He loves the smell. <laughs> it was just like looking up at him, chirping off. I'm a massive Crawford fan. I could get a jersey if he's, I reckon. I, I love him. I love him too. People have asked me, people have constantly said to me, who's better out of Doyle or Crawford? And I'll mm. forever say Doyle, but Crawford is growing on me. Yeah. He missed a lot of shots. Yeah. Anyway. Same a good bloke, though. We have got questions. We've got a few. I'll get, to, I'll get to your two at the end because they're actually pretty funny. Uh, this fella says, uh, Josh, says, Malwatch or Robstavichus from Ulbrick. So what would you do there? Malwatch's minutes went down a lot. He only played five minutes on the weekend. And Robstavichus. He's not saying much action. Well, he didn't play on the weekend because he was injured, but he was really good the other week. I think he's, he nearly scored 30 for the round, I think. Is uh, it? Is it? But if you're doing one from Albrick, you, who would you go? Oh, that's a, are you in a tough position then? If you, so he's Which name can you pronounce, Derry? <laughs> he's obviously trying to... I, 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 would, I would go... I don't call... I would go the, the Lithuanian... Um, yeah. Lithuanian, Lithuanian Kiwi. Yeah. So he's looking at someone around the 100k sort of mark. Well, can he get Gak? Is it is that in his position? He can get Gak. That's not a bad call, Hughes. Yeah. I don't want too many people doing it, though. Um, but you could go Gak. Well, you've just shouted it out on the most popular pod in Australia. Yeah, we were the top-ranked pod in the uh, in the leagues this week. So, uh, yeah, there's not a lot else out, out there that you can, you yeah, can really just, go with. They're just DBs down but, the bottom there. I don't mind the raps vicious. I'd say if he can if he can do a bit of manoeuvring around, like whether he has a a forward that can go into centre and then a guard that can go into forward that Taron Armstrong's your man, if you can manoeuvre your team around. Yeah. It's a lot of a lot of moving though. Another option, or trade source for JLA. So it sounds like he's got one trade locked down. He's just trying to figure out his. I priority. think I think the trade down from source for me is not going to be my play. I think that's a waste of a trade because source is such a consistent mm. thirty getter. I think you keep him because yeah. um, he's like I said. If if you've got a double coming off the bench, you can play him and get a consistent fifteen twenty on on your bench as well. So I think keep source. So here's I think the thing that people get a little bit. It's easy to get caught up in the cash generation of players. So JLA is projected to go up about thirty grand this week. But if you're not going to sell him anyway, that getting that cash in is pointless. That's right, because you can just sign <laughs> yeah. it when you want to. Yeah. yeah. So I would be getting rid of Albrick in that case. Uh, best downgrade options: Big Source, Brown, Illy, and Albrick that Nathan needs to fix. So he wants to go down from Source. Well, he's got four people he needs to fix: Sauce, Brown, Illy, and Albrick. Well, yeah, get... this is my wheelhouse, guys. Um, <laughs> pretty good at uh, doing massive trades, getting bulk folks in. Um, that is a you'd probably say Pinder, wouldn't you? If you want to save a bit of cash from uh, Pinder, first up, Pinder. You're not making much cash in that. You're making all of twenty grand. Well, do you go all the way down to Marcus Lee? Well, if you're you... making fifty. If you go down to Pinder, you make fifty k from Williams to Pinder. That's fifty k. I'm just not. I'm just not big on trading. Yeah, 
your premium guys. Oh shit, no! Down one hundred and fifty k. Like you think you you you're selling yourself short for the next few weeks. It's mm-hmm. a it's a quick fix for long term pain. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So you got to just. So like- southeast have got three singles in a row. So you'd say, and so to Melbourne, and so to Illawarra. So Source would be the last one you'd trade out of those. Yeah. It's always so hard without knowing what the rest of the. What's Gary Brown's are? value? He'd be pretty high. He'd be three 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 hundreds, wouldn't he? Yeah, Gary Brown's got pretty good cash on his head. Yeah, I think he's around the forty mark. Three six. I'll probably go. I'll probably go Doyle for that one. Doyle or Crawford. Yep. Take it from the Gary Brown one. His break even's only eighteen. Gary Brown. Yeah, Gary Brown would be the guy I'd be looking at. Probably trying to make thirty or forty grand off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then there's a lot of guards in that. Yeah, yeah. Put that into Aldrich then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So. For Nathan Brown down and then put some money on someone else. Yep. Uh, Crawford or Doyle, we talked about that. Doyle. Uh, Nick Marshall was actually pretty impressive. My initial pick for uh, most improved. I already gave him a bit. I did give him a bit. Do you think he sees some more court? Do we trust Adelaide's rotations? They seem to change every week. It, it gives you, I think he gives you more than uh, Trenton Flowers. There yeah. you go. Said it. Sorry. Yeah, same. Yeah, no, don't sorry. I'm a big fan of that. I love Nick Marshall. Yeah. Straight out of the Mount Gambia pioneers. Cold place, Mount Gambia. Yeah, lots of sinkholes. Don't know where you live there, but anyway. Uh, thoughts on Tajima McCall. Cairns have obviously got the Wait. Yeah. Wait a week, two weeks. Yeah. yeah, wait on him, I reckon, because he's still got a monster break even. Um, and he's still fairly high in price. So. Like he's the only average is on sixteen, and he's a guard forward as well, isn't he? He's yeah, he's going to be such an attractive bench option in the yeah. next couple of weeks. That'll be a good watch this weekend. Actually, they've got the two games because you're not losing points because of his doubles. You're not losing points out of him. No, he's going to get he's going to get you thirty five. Yeah. So if you want to play him on the field or play him on the bench, either or. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably be bringing him in next week. We've spoken about Marcus Lee. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> Baz, got one listener yeah. who wants to know how you celebrated the uh, your score on the weekend. Was it with a little bit of self-pleasure or how'd you go about um, that? Well, I actually didn't end up seeing the end of the JLA game um, because I was at touch footy training. Um, came back and how did I celebrate? Um, I think I just sent you boys a message um, with a smile on my face. Um and a mo, so that was how I celebrated. Um, it's just really just one of those things where the boys just come together. Um, everything worked well for us. Um, just couldn't ask for anything more from the boys. Um, great, great team effort. It's not about the individuals on the Clint Stein daddies. It's about the team. So JLA just played his role. So we don't celebrate. You don't win premierships this early in the season. So not too much to celebrate from my end. Just really happy with the boys. So, yeah, defend the island, and that's about all I've got. <laughs> Mate, you should be looking for individual success the way your team's going. Right? <laughs> Mind you, you're only about 50 points behind me, so I should shut up. Here's uh, yeah. an, an interesting one. Can Dairy win the car? Is part one. Can you win the car? How far back are you? Uh, I'm a, I'm, I can't win the car, no. That's disappointing. No, no, no. Look, I, was, I won't say I can't win the car. About, 
of about 100 points back from the car. Mm-hmm. So it's I have got a... Look, there's still what there's still 13 rounds to go. Yeah, I could finish, I could finish the outside the top 1,000. Oh, no, we have so you know, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's all about consistency. Yeah, and I've only got one more boost mm-hmm. to use, mm-hmm. but I don't think I'll need to use that for a while. Looking at the schedule, but if I do win the car, there is a plan of what I will be doing with with the car. And what's that? Yeah. A business trip. Well, the car will be sold, and there will be a UI business trip to Vegas. <laughs> Was that the second part of the question? Hey, was that the second part? Obviously, that viewer or listener um, really enjoys the the podcast and getting to know the lads. So, is there a second part to that question? Um, Hughes, he's, he's going to sell the car and take us to Vegas with him as a business, Maybe. as a business pure, trip. purely business. Yeah, we're going somewhere. Right, well, I'll send a message to those other hundred blokes that are ahead of you, mate, and um, we'll see if they can help support us and get us to Vegas. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, and that's it. I'm starting with with Brent. Brent, you're getting a message. Brent Costello, win news. Yeah, I don't think him. I did have one other question, actually. This one came as a direct message from Noah. Well, Noah asked me to rate his team. Um, oh. Used all his trades. These are his trades that he's done. Craig to Pinder. Don't hate it. Saar to Mathieng. Bit sidewards, but... Mm-hmm. And Henshaw for Tarangi. Oh, way to bring up Henshaw. We haven't gone a whole episode without mentioning the bloke's name. <laughs> What's happened now? We have five minutes left and it comes up. Well, oh, so for, for that, um, I think they're a little bit sideways. Yeah. So he's got Harrison as well. So you're probably be looking to get rid of Harrison. This is his team after trades. He's got Pinder Lamb. Bannon Clintman, pretty solid forward line. Yep. Uh, then he's got Mathiang Harrison. Needs a bit of work. But he's traded Mathiang in for Saar, so he did have Saar Harrison. Yep. And then he's got Adams, PJC, Armstrong, and Tarangi. The guards are nice. Yeah. So he's probably just change up the Harrison. You probably need to get rid of him if that calf injury is lingering. It was too bad to wear shin pads, though, won't he? <laughs> Maybe that's why he's got a calf injury. Too much weight yeah. in there. Yeah, shin splints. Yeah. I don't know if Tarangi's the right move, but he's already got Armstrong, so Yeah, so if he's looking for we talked about this one, Baz. This this is probably one to to watch. Uh didn't do a hell of a lot on the weekend, but I think his minutes will only go up is um AJ Johnson in the in the guards. If you're really looking like if you need someone cheap in that spot. He's smooth. He is smooth. Yeah. Like what they're doing, working. So and he looks, he looks all right when he's out there. Athletic. So I think yeah. he probably go up to the fifteen or so minutes a night. He make you live. Yeah, I don't know why. And his projected draft was above Tui. Yeah. Um, like ESPN mock draft thingy had the NBL players on there, and he was above Tui, which surprised me so much because to to our no, viewing, yeah. Yeah, Tui's been a lot better. So I, yeah, think, I reckon I think it's has to do with age and like actual athleticism <clears throat> and stuff when he gets to that top yeah. of the league. Like Tui's not awfully athletic. No. Scott Roth said it well um after the last game at the Silver Dome that realistically a guy like Milton Doyle should be in the NBA. But they yeah. they look for the new shiny prospect. Like they don't yeah. they don't those guys who are gonna be 
they're really consistent. And I think that the same probably <clears throat> they probably think that AJ Johnson's more raw and he's got a higher ceiling, whereas Tui's close uh, to his ceiling. Yeah. Already. Which he'd be yeah. he'd be someone you could plug and play straight away, but fuck he's so good. Oh yeah, I love it. That's also the thing. Like they mentioned remember like the very first um, origins of the pod, we spoke about Trenton Flowers being a five-star recruit and we watched him, he couldn't even dribble the ball, but he was yeah. a five-star recruit based off height, athleticism, and he could potentially play point guard. So, yeah, and put in height and got, went the corners on the weekend. And the thing is, he said he, he said his height and his uh, athleticism and his ability to play the point guard, two of them aren't shining real bright. He's not that athletic and he can't really play the point guard. No, but he, he's good on. But he has um, shot the ball all right though, and he showed glimpses. He yeah. showed in um, that it's game where he had like the fifteen 20. points in a quarter or whatever. Yeah, showed that he had the potential. But I don't think Adelaide's the right environment for a next star. Just yeah, that's another conversation. One thing, one thing that I don't think Trenton Flowers has a problem with. We might not love him, but he loves himself enough to get over that. Yeah, he looks pretty confident. Yeah. He celebrates his he celebrates hard too. He celebrates um, to a I reckon. <laughs> made a layup and celebrated harder than I did with JLA as captain. And that was with a uh with a training session of touch. <laughs> yeah, it's disappointing I couldn't just clap him off at the end and say, Well done, mate. <laughs> as I said about the team, guys. No individuals here. <laughs> right, yeah, we'll leave it there. If you got any more questions, feel free to flick them through and good luck for round eight. I'll see the cashews be rolling up. And I'll see you in the top 100. Cheers. And I'll see you guys maybe around the 2000 mark. We don't know what the <laughs> what it will bring. <laughs> see you, guys. Uh, see you, lads.